0: I remember this like it was yesterday. And by the time I'm finished, I hope you will understand why. The three of us, my mom, my dad, and I were sitting at this in the kitchen at this long countertop that we had slash breakfast bar. And, I mean, this thing was huge. And the reason we were sitting there was because they were helping me try to figure out what electives I should take for the upcoming year. And looking down at the paper, my mom, she was all into it, you know, and she's like, ooh, look, they've got typing. And she looks over at me and I'm just like, I'm not taking typing, mom. I don't wanna take typing. It's lame, it's for geeks. And she's like, no, no, you're gonna need it. You're gonna need it for college. When you go to college, you're gonna need it for typing reports and all this stuff. It's gonna be great. I'm like, no, no, I'm not taking typing. And she's going on and on and on about how great typing is and how it's going to benefit me, and she's just going on and on and on. And I tuned her out. And as I'm sitting there like this, I see my dad, and he's on the other side of her, and he kind of leans over around her as she's talking, and he looks at me, and he goes, "A lot of girls going to be in typing." And without missing a beat, my mom, she stops talking. She, like a little girl, she grabs me by the forearm. She goes, "That's right." There's going to be girls in there. You should go. You should take it. And I was like, and I started thinking. And I was like, you know, that's not a bad idea. Sign me up. And so <laughs> little did I know, little did I know that while I was in that typing class, I would meet a girl and I would fall in love with a girl. But check this out. She wasn't even in the typing class. Hello, everybody. My name is Bishop Freish, and I want to welcome you to my life through music, where I talk about the songs and music that were either there at certain places and times of my life or describes um, thoughts, feelings, or emotions that I was experiencing during those times and during those places, and the song that does it for this particular time and place is All Star by Smash Mouth, released in 2001. Now, even though this song wouldn't come out for another 15 years after all this takes place, it really does describe uh, me a little bit, but more more than that, the situation that I was about to find myself in. Take the music, for example. Um, When you listen to the... The baseline, you listen and follow the baseline. Can't you just imagine some 15 year old not really knowing who they are yet, not caring too much, just kind of bopping around the hallways and sidewalks of any high school? And that was pretty much me back then. And uh, I wasn't, like the song says, the sharpest tool in the shed. And I'll admit it, you know, I wasn't. And the whole song is really filled with clever line after clever clever line. Um, It's really brilliant how how they wrote that. But the one line that really resonates with me as it pertains to the predicament that I was going to find myself um, in some 34 years ago is, and I'm quoting from the song, you'll never know if you don't go, you'll never shine if you don't glow. End quote. So, as you already know, I did sign up for typing. But before I get into that, I have to tell you about the new girl who came to our school that year. And I believe it was after the year had already started when she moved to Cave Creek. I'm pretty sure that the year was already, it had already begun. But what I do remember for sure is the time that I first saw her. It was a picture-perfect moment within a picture-perfect day. Um, The morning sun was bright and so was the day. I closed my locker. I spun around to go to class And there she was. There she was, walking from my right to left, kind of perpendicular to where I was, across my line of sight. And she was about 20 feet away, talking to another girl that I I knew. And as they were walking together, it appeared that she was just listening as the other girl talked. And she was on the other side of the girl that I knew as they walked. And she was just listening and looking forward, but then she turned to reply or to say something. I don't know what what it was, but it was at that moment when I saw her entire face as she turned to look and, and, and talk to her friend. And she was beautiful. She was beautiful in the, in the perfect sunlight. She was. And... I had sensed from an early age, and have always had a strong connection to the notion that all of us were born and put here to do many things, many, many things. And of those things, I believe we are here to create. I believe we are here to have a participating role in this life. I think we're here to help others whenever we can. And I believe we were put here to love, and love often. Writers, poets, artists, and romantics have been describing and defining love for millennia. But the most consequential definition that I found, in my own opinion, uh, came later than this, after I was reading a short story from Oscar Wilde, entitled, The Nightingale and the Rose. In the story, Wilde writes, and I'm quoting from from the story, Surely love is a wonderful thing. It's more precious than fine opals. Pearls and pomegranates cannot buy it, nor is it set forth in the marketplace. It may not be purchased of the merchants, nor can it be weighed out. In the balance for gold. The reason this is so profound to me, again this is just my own opinion, is that it's, it's relatively short and simple yet succinct and powerful at the same time. It shows me that love, even when compared to priceless jewels and to the materialistic It still falls vastly short. You know it when you feel it, yet you cannot touch it. You can't buy it, yet it's worth more than gold. And I love that. I love that. So the new girl, she was the office aide during the time that I had typing class. And one of the duties of the office aide was that they had to go around the campus and collect the attendance from all the teachers in the classrooms and take it back to the office. Now, remember, there was no email back then. There was, you know, there was no computer in every class. Um, It was very primitive compared to what it's like today. And the only way they had to communicate to the office was this archaic. intercom system. And I don't know if anybody remembers, but hearing the intercom in that lame speaker that they used to have in the walls. And she would come in. She would come in during class, and I would try not to be obvious while I was checking her out. But eventually, she caught on. And she would look over, and she'd see me, you know, looking at her. And my buddy... Who I still talk to to this day regularly. He didn't make it any easier because when she came in, as we were in our you know chairs and typing you know next to one another, we were really close to each other. He would elbow me as we were typing. He go, "Hey, hey, hey! There she is! There she is!" And then it got worse. Um, you know, more people they got they got in on it and they would snicker at me and make you know make a game of it which is fine, until finally, finally, my typing teacher caught on. And one day, he was walking around the class, just like he always did, checking our work, and he stops right in front of me, and I'm typing, and I'm trying to, you know, concentrate, and he's just standing there. And I finally, I stop, and I look up, and I'm like, you know, what is this? And he goes, what's up with the attendance girl? And I'm like... Um, uh, you know, and before I could say anything, my buddy, my buddy next to me, he goes, "Oh, he's got a crush on our coach," and um, he was the basketball coach also at the time, and so that's why he let us call him coach. And sarcastically, our our teacher, he goes, "Oh," and he was like, uh, "Have you talked to her yet?" And I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." no, no, I can't do that. And he's like, you know, nonchalantly, you know, he just, just tortured me. He goes, well, why not? And I'm like fumbling my words and I'm just like, I, uh, I, I, I can't. I, 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 I don't, I don't know her. I'm, I, I'm really nervous and she's older than me. And she was, she was a year older than me and he stood there, you know, you know, with his hands in his slacks, just, just torturing me. And, uh, he shrugs his shoulders and he's like looking at me and smiling and he goes, so? And I was like, no, no, I can't. I'm, I'm, I, I can't. I'm just not ready. You know, (laughs) and he walks off. But little did I know, little did I know that as he walked away, he was formulating a plan, a plan that would force me to grow. Something that would change me forever. And I'll tell you what he did in the next video. I'm going to put the link to the song All Star by Smash Mouth at the bottom. Check it out. If you, um, if you haven't heard it in a while, if you haven't heard it at all, check it out because it really describes what was going on, at least in my world. And as always, I want to thank you for your time. I really appreciate, appreciate you spending a little bit of it with me. And I look forward to seeing you in the next video.